And now, for a podcast 20 years in the making. Shit, them boys is having the time of their lives. <laughs> it will be in your head for the next hour when we do sports, history, just pure animals. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? It's about nothing. With your host, Robbie Nelson. A team that is known as the Bears. The Bears. The Bulls. The Bulls. And Mike Chip. That guy's pretty good, if, if you like. 6'5", 230-pound quarterbacks, laser, rocket arm. Are you ready for Welcome to the Dog Pound? And we are back to Welcome to the Dog Pound for another fun-filled podcast featuring myself, the dog, Robbie Nelson, my main man, Mike Kitt. Let's say, say what's up, Mike. How's it going? And uh, we decided to... Do a podcast kind of quick before Mike leaves on a big trip to Buffalo, New York. And Mike, is this the furthest east you're ever going to be? This is going to pass Florence, Alabama. Florence, Alabama, right? Yep. Yeah. So this is a big trip for Mike. And he is going to be in the land of the Bills Mafia. And what else are you going to do over there? I'm going to go up and uh, see Niagara Falls and going to see a couple of Great Lakes and mark a couple off on the book at that point. I've seen two of the five, so now I'll be just left with, I think, Lake Huron would be the only one. Yeah, because you're going to see Lake Erie, and, right? Yeah, Lake and, Erie and Lake Ontario. So, Ontario, there. yeah, that's it. And I'll go watch Bill's Mafia for a little bit. Yeah, see if they break any tables or anything cool. Exactly. But another thing that Buffalo is known for is, is the home originator of the buffalo wing which is you know a state makes sense it's named buffalo (laughs) yeah but like i bet there's people out there that actually thinks it's like buffalo meat or something stupid like that it's true (laughs) i wouldn't doubt if i would have realized i would have thought that when i was eight years old and heard buffalo wing so i believe you're staying very close to where it is started um I think is what we talked about, right? And you're going to stop by and at least out, see it. Out out near uh, Buffalo University. Go Bulls. Yep. They play tomorrow night, I believe, yep. in I looked, action. Yeah. yeah, I looked that up to make sure uh, uh, if they had a home game on Saturday, I might be able to catch it. But it was a Thursday yeah. night game. Well, oh, yeah, it's Thursday. Well, Sorry. it is yeah. It is action because it will officially be November, which is – uh, the month of Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night games for the Mac. So. You mean the conference that plays every night of the week? Uh, we have football every day until the night before Thanksgiving. For, starting from last Saturday, or no, last Thursday. You and the commissioner of the Mac are the only ones very <laughs> excited about that. Super pumped. There, there's two games on tonight. It, unfortunately, uh, uh, two of the or one of the games features two teams that are one and seven. Uh, it's Kent State versus Bowling Green, so that's not going to be very good. But anyway, so the reason I bring up the Buffalo Wing is I kind of just want to do a very very brief overview of where it originated from. So the the first plate of wings was actually served in 1964 at a family owned establishment in Buffalo called the Anchor Bar. 
And the wings were created <clears throat> by a lady by the name of Teresa Bellissimo. She covered them in her own special sauce, which is made of a combination of melted butter, hot sauce, and red pepper. And served them with a side of blue cheese and celery because that's what she had available at the time. So there is controversy on why she made these in the first place. So the main story is that her son, Dominic, was drinking with some friends and wanted a midnight snack. And Teresa just kind of put this thing together uh, for the boys. And uh, they enjoyed the hell out of it. You know, it's fried chicken, basically, but with uh, this awesome sauce on it. But her husband actually said um, that... It was invented out of necessity because the bar had accidentally received a shipment of wings instead of the other chicken parts for what they would make for fried chicken and didn't know what the hell to do with them, so they just put this together. Either way, you came up with what has become a staple of the sports culture. Um, we have Buffalo Wild Wings. We have every bar has wings, basically, all over the country. Um, Kit knows I'm a connoisseur of wings, so I... Uh, I love it. So it's it's really interesting to think about that they basically took something useless out of a chicken because nobody wanted the that piece of meat. Mm. And now it's really adapted into something that is consumed more than probably the breast meat or oh, yeah. other dark meat. That's the cheaper part of the chicken anymore. Yeah, chicken to, thighs are crazy cheap now. Yeah, because and, yeah, everybody wants the wing. And if you go to your local grocery store and buy like not frozen ones, but ones that you can either grill or fry yourself. They're more expensive than buying like a 10 pack of thighs, which has way more meat on it, yep. which is crazy. Um, so anyway, my question to you, Mike is since we're talking about wings, do you prefer, prefer bone in or boneless, AKA Chuck chicken nuggets and why? So, I mean, I I will eat the bone-in wings because, I mean, it's good. It's chicken meat. It's covered in a good sauce. Usually, you know, they're fried crispy. Um, but they're just, like, you have to eat them with a fork still. I'm, I'm not a fan of just shoveling them in my face, <laughs> gnawing on the bone. Um, it's a little bit more where... I'll still use a fork and kind of pick the meat off and, and then use the fork to eat the meat. So at that point, I might as well stick to the buffalo wing. I mean, one, it's got a bread boneless, on it. Boneless, you mean. I'm yeah. sorry, boneless buffalo wing. Chicken nuggets. Go ahead. Yeah, I'll, I'll admit to it. <laughs> it's breaded. It's usually the white meat portion, which is decent to me. And it's still covered in sauce. So I'm, I'm definitely going to stick to... <laughs> the boneless if i have a choice now going to buffalo i'm gonna try the regular wings well i don't i don't think you'll have a choice there no i think they ha i think there's some places that oh, they have do? regular. Okay. i mean just all over buffalo in general i don't yeah. know about the anchor bar yeah um but i'll probably i'll definitely try the regular wings while i'm there but if i had a choice and it comes down to it buffalo or boneless are just so much easier to eat with a fork cut them i 
I don't like the messiness. <laughs> my my beard and my mustache, I don't want it all covered in sauce. All right. You could not be more wrong about this debate. But potato wings, potato. wings were meant to have the bones in it. I mean, it's, it's from the chicken. If I wanted to eat chicken nuggets or chicken tenders, I would. Well, what's the first word you said with chicken nuggets and chicken tenders? Chicken. So it's still from the chicken. No, but the, the whole point is the experience. You get to grab the wing itself, gnaw on the bone, which you don't like, and get it all over your face, but get that that goodness of that crisp outer skin with the meat and the sauce all together, whether you're dipping it in blue cheese or ranch. It's just a great combo. Yeah, it's a mess, but that's 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 half the fun, man. And then your fingers got buffalo sauce on it, and you touch your eye, and it's burning. Why, why are you touching your I eye like, with I, buffalo-covered fingers? Well, you try to wipe it off, and then all of a sudden, you got <laughs> Yeah, a you, just, you either use a wet nap, which you, most of these places have. You have a nice have. utensil called a fork that will <laughs> feed stuff into your mouth. Yeah, but that's not the way these were meant to be eaten. That, potato, potato. You do it one wait, way, wait, I'll so do it another. A chicken leg, like fried chicken, are you eating that with a fork too? Like a monster? No, but they're not. I mean, they're greasy. Yeah, so what's the difference? It's, a, it's the same thing. It just doesn't have sauce on it. The, the sauce, <laughs> I mean, if it was just a plain chicken wing without any sauce on it, I'd probably be more willing to eat it. It's the sauce that makes the effect on Yeah, the but it makes, the it makes the whole combination of... The the meal, yeah, the yeah. wing, yeah. yeah. I agree, but like I'm they wouldn't be they wouldn't be called buffalo rumors. wings if they didn't have the sauce on it. It'd just be chicken. It'd be yeah, exactly. <laughs> then, then then I'll have chicken, just my chicken uh, plain. Then oh my god, you would eat chicken plain like a weirdo. Uh, so <laughs> Kit and I um, have you know ventured many places, and he's watched me eat a lot of wings, so he he knows my feeling on that. But I just I wanted to. Talk about it some more. So, yeah. so okay. So go get your boneless wings out there. Don't know. don't listen to him. He's an idiot. So eat eat true bone in wings like a man, and not chicken nuggets like a little kid. So I'll be my little kid. Okay. Fine. Yeah, he likes to use his, his fork. So okay. Well, that was just a, a quick dive down into uh, Buffalo Land here, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about. Buffalo, when Mike gets back from Buffalo, and maybe hear about his wing experience at that time. So, we're going to shift gears, and we're actually going to do Kit's Corner. So, Kit, what are we doing today? Well, uh, we covered kind of your, your history section with uh, talk about the Buffalo wing in Buffalo. Uh, we're going to kind of switch over to the sports side. Um, I know lately we've been kind of uh, talking about you know, kind of our power rankings of different events. I think we talked about our favorite teams of all time. Yeah. Um, we talked about Seinfeld episodes, uh, reality yep. TV. Yep. Um, we're going to stick with sports this time. And my thought was without having any restriction for any uh, monetary funds, what sports event, what stadium, <laughs> Uh, what, basically what event would you attend if money was no option? Okay. So basically at that point you are choosing, you know, 
what basketball arena you would go to, what football stadium, you know, what event in general. It may not even be a place. It could just be, yeah. you know, you want to go to a World Series game in general. So okay, kind of break it down. And so my list I'm going to start off with um, is actually a basketball arena. A specific one. A specific one. Okay. And it, I, I mean... There might be some caveats here where, you know, going to a game, like, would be better. Like, granted, my first one is going to be Cameron Indoor uh, Cameron Indoor facility, or I think it's Cameron Indoor, uh, for Duke basketball. Yeah, down in North Carolina. Yep. And, granted, yeah, going to a Duke-North Carolina game at Cameron would be great. You know, hanging out with the Cameron Crazies. It's uh, called Cameron Indoor Stadium. Is it stadium? Yeah, it's actually stadium. Sure. Yep. So, but they camp out. Yep. They Go camp ahead. out outside. You know, the student body takes up like forty percent of of the tickets there, and they just make it um, a powerhouse for Duke to you know make it, it there. It doesn't seat that many. It's only like a twelve thousand. It's less than that. Is it twelve or less nope. than twelve? It's nine thousand three hundred. Yeah, so it's tiny compared to there. yeah. Tickets are hard to get, but I mean, granted, watching a Duke North Carolina game there would be incredible. Nuts, yeah. yeah. Just the powerhouse of two basketball programs taking taking it on. Yeah, I mean that's a great pick, and you know Duke's been a power under Coach K for such a long time, and. Um, in North Carolina, basketball is huge. You know, you have North Carolina and Duke, you have Wake Forest, you have NC State that have all had their periods of success, and they call that Tobacco Road, right? Yeah. Right down there, and so. I think North Carolina, Duke, and North Carolina State were all within like a 15-mile radius of each other. So yeah, it's, it's I think very, that's Tobacco Road, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if they all fall exactly on it, but it's yeah. it's definitely something where it's all within that, that yeah, area so I mean, where it's you you are packed in on basketball right there. And NC State has a lot of probably not recent history, but you look at it, Jim well, Balbano, Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy yeah, V. Yep. Yeah, you look at all that back in the the seventies and eighties. They yeah. were a really good basketball program too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that's a good pick. Um, so I'm assuming this is our number five. So my great. number five is um, just going to a Super Bowl. I don't really care where it's at. As a football guy, I'd feel weird not to mention that. Um, I know Kid doesn't like the NFL. I mean, he's made that very well known on our podcast. Um, obviously, it would mean a lot more to me if it was the Bears, but I wouldn't really care. It's just, it's just an epic event. Um, that has like you know this halftime show, whether it's like somebody like Justin Timberlake or whoever. And for the most part, you know it's a pretty good game. Yeah, you have your blowouts. You know, unfortunately, our friend Jeff and his Buffalo Bills have gotten blown out a few times. But I mean, you might have a game where it's the Falcons Patriots and it's twenty-eight to three. Then you see Tom Brady come back from that and pull it out, which was incredible. So um, I know it's not a popular pick, but it would be a really expensive ticket, and I, I just feel like, you know, if I had to put money towards something that i got to do one time, I feel like that I need to have that at my top five. Now, 
if you did have a choice of a stadium to go to, which one would you choose? Not counting the Bears, just in stadium in general. In the NFL? Yeah. Well, uh, shout out to my cousin Aaron. I finally got to see Lambeau Field last year, and that was incredible. Um, But it would kind of suck for a Super Bowl since it would be freezing. Um, Would you do, like, Jerry World or, like, yeah, it's but, like, I, I've been inside Jerry World, and it's not a great place to watch a football game. But the problem is it's a place where the Super Bowl would be. Yeah, um, yeah probably that, because I like Dallas. Like the Rose Bowl. Or- the Rose Bowl would be cool. I just want to see that in general. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they probably wouldn't have it there anymore because it's a outdated stadium, kind of like the Coliseum yeah. with the Rams playing now. I don't know if you – you don't watch the NFL, but on Sunday – the Rams were playing at home against the Packers in the afternoon game, and they painted on the field over the USC stuff. It just looked absolutely terrible. So, hmm. but uh, but yeah, I just think it'd be cool. But let you know, going back, like I think it, a cool place like Arrowhead or Lambeau or up or, in Seattle, more of an iconic stadium. Yeah, like where you're gonna have a better experience. But unfortunately. You know, it's going to be in a stadium like Dallas or Dome stadium or New or Orleans or Arizona. Atlanta now. Atlanta, yeah. And it, and I wouldn't mind going to Atlanta yeah. just because, you know, you could do other things there, like the College Football Hall of Fame's there. You yeah. know, you can check that out. So, mm-hmm. anyway, your turn. Okay, my fourth on the list is is really something that I missed out on four years ago. Or two years ago would have been uh chasky uh minnesota held the Ryder cup in the uh, oh yeah yeah in the minneapolis area and i <coughs> Ryder cup I, would be cool i almost bought tickets on that sunday because my brother lives up in that area yeah and absolutely i almost bought tickets and i was like i'm gonna go up and watch it and i ended up watching on tv and it was is the U.S. chance? It's just U.S. versus Europe on a on a yeah. It's a whole different experience. Yeah, on a you know golf course like you don't see. It's usually you know, uh, it's usually you know one player by themselves trying to win a tournament. This is more of a team aspect. You know, U.S. versus Europe. You know, you know each point can be huge at some point at that point. Uh. It's just something that I really was disappointed. I missed my chance. I do have a chance in a couple of years now because they were they 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 uh, they'd be at Whistling Straits in uh, Wisconsin, which is just it's just south of Milwaukee. Um, So I I could possibly I'm gonna have to hit up Nelly for that. Yeah, because he'd be down, I'm sure. And I mean, at that point, it would be awesome to go uh, just see. You know, I've never been to a professional golf event ever and you know there's always top 10 in the world playing in it um i know it's you know it's not no it's not a major but it's just you know you have that usa chant you know you have more cheering more excitement it's Um, not it's not as uh it's not my like you know tight-knitted where nobody can cheer for nobody it's 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 they're trying to pay too much respect to each other i don't want to call it a party but it's more it's it's like it's like uh happy gilmore yeah but you know you're cheering for usa or yeah yeah it's more of an it's more of a a social event than it is uh Mm -hmm. you know you know you're just doing it to you know watch your favorite golfer 
Yeah, that's a good one, and I, I think that'd be really cool to go to. Yeah. And I, I still think to myself, man, I should have bought tickets that day and went up, and I decided yeah. not to. So. Well, don't rule it out. We still got a shot, you know? Yep. <clears throat> so for my number four, it's something that one of our friends went to, Wimbledon. Um, I'm not, you know, super into, you know, tennis, watching every every uh, event or anything like that. But Wimbledon is something that's always caught my eye on that grass. It's just, it's just an iconic uh, thing that's on, you know, ESPN and you get to see, you know, studs play there. And uh, it always looked like a great time. And our friend Brad got to go and uh, we got to see these pictures and it's something I hope we get to do sometime because that would be incredible, I think. Yep. And, you know, I'm going to kind of piggyback on that because that's going to fall on my list here yeah. as well. And um, it's just, it's grass. Yeah. It's a grass court. court yeah. Like, who would think, you know, you take a tennis ball. It's, o- it's only grass uh, grain sand. Yep. Yep. And you take a tennis ball yep. and you, you're you bouncing it on grass at home. Yeah. What are you going to get? You're going to weird bounces. Yeah. Like, it's, to me, it's just amazing the kind of you know, how they have to trim that, you know, make mm-hmm. it playable. And it's like, yeah. And, you know, strawberries and cream. Oh yeah. Strawberries and cream. You wouldn't want some strawberry, <laughs> some uh, strawberries and cream on an iconic food at an Sunday. event. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's just, the event is so iconic. I remember watching it growing up on NBC, mm-hmm. um, watching Pete Sanford, uh, Pete Sanford's win titles. It's yep. just, it would be one of those things that'd be a great time to go see. And, and that's actually going to fall number two on my list. So, Oh yeah. I, I kind of figured you had it pretty high cause yeah. I, I know how much you like it, but it's, it's something I've always wanted to do too. So, so, um, now to start back at number three, um, my third venue is Notre Dame stadium. Oh, of course. I, he loves the Irish. I, I growing up in the nineties. Well, they're on TV all the time. The co- college football wasn't. Not everybody played. You have some regional games on ABC. See, yep. And Notre Dame was on every Saturday on NBC. Um, you know, I was, I'm an Iowa State fan, and I was I was cheering for Iowa State on the radio at that point because the only only highlights you saw were on the coaches show on on Saturday or Sunday or, evenings. Or, You'd see a few on the news, wouldn't you? Not very many. Yeah, yeah. on the news. But But, ultimately, the only chance you really ever got to, you know, see Iowa State was maybe one time a year on TV or. They'd be on Channel 5. But I I don't know. Yeah. And it would be because they're getting crushed by Nebraska or somebody that was actually good at the time. They put Nebraska on TV or something. (laughs) And we were just playing them. But Notre Dame was that iconic, played on Saturday. Always on NBC. Yeah, you watch them come out of that. They're a national program. Play, yep. Playing, playing the fight song, which was Audubon's fight, fight song, song as well. So too. we knew it well. So I mean, just I mean, Golden Domers, uh, man, hitting the play like a champion side coming oh, yeah. down. Um, watching uh, Rick Meyer and uh, <laughs> Autry, Autry Dodson. Oh man, it was great. <laughs> and. I mean, I don't know if there's 
really like a team Notre Dame plays anymore that I would be like, I want to go see them at Notre Dame Stadium. I think it's just the atmosphere around it. See touchdown Jesus. Um, but no, but I mean like some I mean, of those bigger I mean, US, ones, USC, USC maybe. I, mean, I think that'd be more, cool. I, yeah. more iconic, but some it, of their other been, games, they've kind yeah. of fallen off and playing. Well, know. it's too bad they don't play like Michigan every year anymore. Yeah. Um, you know, teams like that, that were regional. Um, Cause they, they play what Stanford now all the time. And yeah, and unfortunately, yeah, they used to play Purdue quite often. Yeah. They don't do that anymore. At least which are in the same state. In so. the same state. Yeah. yeah. But I think if you were going to choose one, I, w- I would say Notre Dame USC just because like that you remember like when we we're what in high school the, the bush push, the bush push? like yep. that game was an insane I think it was one verse two wasn't it yeah and yeah that just I'm I'm still bitter about that that sh- that shouldn't have been a touchdown and that didn't they get vacated that year anyway yeah Reggie Bush yeah his whole family yeah. we should talk about that sometime actually that'd be a great one yeah so no that's a good one um. If you can't tell from Kit's fandom, anybody that was on TV when he was growing up is his favorite team. So Notre Dame, Atlanta Braves, because they're on TBS. Hey, you got to <laughs> take what's offered to you. Sometimes. I know, I know. It's just, it's just kind of funny. I like to give you crap about that. So uh, my number three is also an event. Um, it's the Final Four. Obviously, if Iowa State's in, in this, we're going regardless of payment. But I just think it'd be so fun to go, especially like some of those epic games that we've seen in the past or watching a Cinderella, like Loyola last year yep. or Butler when they almost won against Duke on that Fine. half court shot. Yep. Yeah. So. Off the back, uh, back iron didn't go in. Yeah. Just, it's just an event that I always look forward to as March turns to April, um, which is actually a really great sports time. Cause you have that. You have something else that's on my list, <laughs> and uh, it's all around the same time. But I think, I think the Final Four would be cool. Unfortunately, they don't play it like in a basketball arena where you have great sidelines. They'll play it like in Dallas or something. So I if I had this, great seats like courtside, oh my gosh, that'd be incredible. I think this year it's in Minneapolis at US Bank. Bank, yeah. Yep. And we get the NCAA tournament in Des Moines this year, um, and Iowa State could potentially play in it since uh, my beloved Bulldogs of Drake are hosting it this time. But I think they have to be a high enough seed. They have to be a high enough seed, yeah. And that we don't we don't know. We don't know. That's a different podcast. We'll we'll talk about how we think Iowa State's gonna play this year. So sure. but uh, I know you're a college basketball fan like me and I think I just think the Final Four would be an awesome is there, experience. Is there one place you would choose, wish it was at? Like like where it's not gonna be a big stadium? Well, I mean, no, like a big stadium. Like, would you go to Atlanta again, or would you do like uh, Jerry World, or just any of them, wherever you could see it? Just any of them. I mean, there's basketball arenas I want to see, like, you know, Fog Island or Cameron Indoor, like you said, um, or going to Kentucky. Like, I think that'd be really cool. But, like, Final Four, you don't have a preference. No, I don't really have a preference. Like, Final it Four. could be, like, in Indianapolis, and I, I still think that'd be cool, even though, like, Indianapolis isn't exactly a destination to go to, yep. but I don't know. So, so it's more for the final four itself. Kind yeah, of like just the, the event Bowl. itself, and you're going to see potentially really great basketball. And like I said, I mean, we've had some pretty good games over the years. Yeah, there were some clunkers in there, but there's been some incredible games, you know, and 
Uh, I wish Iowa State would play it in someday. We can always dream. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Maybe yeah. we lost our chances with Fred. Yeah. Okay. That was so, number three, correct? Yeah. So, okay. Y- and, yeah, like you mentioned, Wimbledon was my yeah. second one. Um, just strawberries and cream. Strawberries and cream. I mean. Do you want me to I do my number two, yeah, though? Yeah, go right ahead. <clears throat> so, this is my only one that's actually just a place. I want to go specifically to an LSU night game versus Alabama in Baton Rouge. I think that'd be absolutely incredible. I've heard it's, you know, an incredible place and especially at night, like it's just different. And for playing a team like Saban's Bama roll tide, like I think that would just be an electric atmosphere and the party would be incredible, especially if LSU won. So I just, in the South, I just heard like, you know, tailgating is different. You know, the game experience is different. Like, we go to Iowa State games all the time. In the Midwest, like, I think we have good football too, but like, it's just a different animal down there. Yep. And yeah, LSU at night would be crazy. Just the atmosphere, how that stadium's built. Oh, yeah. That would be a great one. Um, it does remind me that I didn't put it on my list, but. Like another one would be like just college football stadiums would be like Clemson. I'd yeah. I'd love to go see that Death Valley. Yeah, we're hoping to do it. Hopefully. Yeah. Um, you know, Neyland Stadium, SEC, that would well, be my choice. You uh, love Tennessee. I do so. I do like Tennessee. It's a big football. stadium. I like yeah. for me I want to go to like the big house um yeah. in Michigan. Uh I you know, shout out to my cousin Aaron again. I went to Wisconsin last year and I got experience jump around the third quarter, which was awesome. And it was a good game because they were playing Michigan. So yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with really any of the top three in any conference, really. Yeah. Well, there's I I just think the SEC any Power Five conference I should the say. SEC has a lot of incredible stadiums. Um, I'm hoping that we can do like uh, a trip down to uh, to Norman to go see Oklahoma because I I think that'd be a cool experience. Um, I I did go to Austin, you know. Memorial Stadium in, in Austin's pretty cool. I've been to Lincoln. You know, regardless of what we think of the Cornhuskers, their game day experience is absolutely incredible. Yeah. So, and I mean, even if you get over in the Pac-12, it'd be great to go watch an Apple Cup at Husky oh, Stadium. Oh man, Apple Cup or I don't want go to, to I don't want to go to Pullman though, <laughs> or go to Austin to see Oregon. You know, play in the Civil War, play Stanford or something. Yeah. Or, USC, yeah, Coliseum. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's all. You and we and we stood three. outside uh, Folsom Field in Boulder, and you just know Colorado's back. not great, but it's in the mountains, like almost backdrop. Yeah, backdrop. Yeah. yeah, it just it'd be very pretty. Up yeah, there. you know. Okay, um, my last one is I'm gonna be. Not many people would probably put this on their list. Is it wrestling? I mean, there is wrestling within this. <laughs> um. But it's an Olympic Games on U.S. soil. Oh, yeah. Kit loves the Olympics. I would love to go to the opening ceremony. I would love to just hit up any event. Swimming, um, marathon, wrestling event, freestyle. um, You know. It's going to be here. It is going to be in 2024. LA, LA. right? Yep. I was hoping Chicago would have got the bid. I know. It a lot easier. Yeah. Um, but I, w- I will specify, I mean, Summer Olympics. Winter Olympics. Oh, Winter I, Olympics is great. I get, Curling? 
Yeah, I would go <laughs> see it, but Summer Olympics. I know, so, Summer would be pretty know, Track and field. Um, yeah, know, see, just, see guys like you, Usain Bolt just run a 100-meter dash in yep. person would be awesome. And I just I love the aspect of countries coming together, kind of like the Ryder Cup. I mean, granted, the Ryder Cup is two areas, Europe and U.S. Yeah, but this is... All these different countries. Everybody yeah. from around the world. You can see all the flags in the, you know, in the stands and yep, yep. It's to me, it's just you know, it's it's the world and not the world's oldest. It's the oldest combined athletic competition. That's true. It's older than it's, well, actually, it might not be older than MLB. Well, it should be very close because I can't Olympics? remember. Olympics. Well, the modern Olympics. Oh, I, should say. I was like, they've been doing the Olympics for. A lot longer than the baseball. The, moder- the modern <laughs> Olympics, I should say, where they actually organized it at that point. Yeah. But um, it's it's just one of those things where it's it's to me it's very iconic. Um, you know the Olympic symbols. It's it's people coming together. There's been a lot of you know controversy and money. Uh, I wouldn't say money laundering, but a lot of you know <clears throat> issues with. Not as you bad know, as soccer, but yeah. Yeah, but there's a lot of money getting thrown around trying to host stuff, and yeah. they have their issues. But just the the goodwill of everybody coming together, you know, to to you know go against each other and to win that Olympic yeah, medal, yeah. to know you are the best in the world at this one sport. You may not be the best in you know, uh, or you could be the best in the United States, but you still have other people across the world that you're facing, knowing you are the best in the world. Yeah, I th- I think you're you know spot on with that. You know the <clears throat> excuse me the Olympics is you know this time timeless tradition. Every four years, um, there is summer and winter, but it's it's a country thing. You know. Mm-hmm. Regardless of how you feel about a specific sport, nothing beats cheering for USA when they're swimming against whoever, you know, or, you know, any sport, any of those sports, track, whatever it might be. So you have those are the athletes that you only know their name for seven days (laughs) every four years until they get put on a Wheaties box. And then you remember it for about 10, 10 minutes and then it goes away again. But man, for those, you know, week or two weeks. You're so in. Yeah. That's a good one. Um, I think my number one shouldn't surprise you um, is the Masters, a tradition unlike any other. This is true. Jim Nance, you know, announcing on TV. I just think the pageantry, um, just the beautiful course, all that, I think would be incredible to go to. Um, and it's not cheap. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of why I included on that. Even though I, I haven't been a big golf guy my whole life, as I get older, I get more into golf, as, I mean, you are and a lot of our friends are. Um, I just think it'd be awesome to see the event, the par three contest, you know, seeing somebody win the green jacket. Like, that'd just be awesome to see, and especially if I could afford to do whatever I wanted there. Like, not just, like, be in the front of everything and, you know, be there for the whole week. Yep. I just think it would be eat your your pimento cheese sandwich. Yeah, which I love how they dollar the, fifty beer yeah, never the, changed. The the food and stuff stays the same, but to get in the door is astronomical. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, it is like that. I don't think that course has changed in like sixty years. I mean, they ended up like lengthening it roughly in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight time frame. 
yeah. where they kind of just moved the T boxes back to make it a little bit more difficult because everybody was bombing it. But to think about how that course has almost not even changed and it's played a major's played there every, every year. year. Yeah. Um, you know, it's the same the same hills Jack Nicholas walked is now what Jordan Spieth walks. Yep. You know, it's that's very iconic. And I know the Ryder Cup you know, they played at different courses every year and Yeah, but that, I mean that's a that's a different golf event that I mean it's completely different than this one. This one's more about <clears throat> the history, the pageantry, the you know, iconic golfers have won this, you know, yep. and it's it's a statement as a golfer when you win the Masters. Yep. And, and yeah. it kicks off the year too, you know, yep. since it's in April. So that first event or the first major event I should say. Yeah, and <clears throat> compared to other ones, like, the British Open's always fun to watch, you know, the U.S. Open. I'm like, I enjoy those too, but something about the Masters and Jim Jim Nance's uh, silky voice to spring you into it. So. And it's never the rough. It's always the second cut and yeah. all, all the weird nuances they <laughs> yeah. have with the broadcasting of it. So I did want to just kind of talk about what, like, some honorable mentions that we haven't talked about. Like, I know we've mentioned some, but there's – any others that are kind of on the top of your head? I like a U.S. Open or Masters would be in my honorable mention. Sure. Um, NBA Finals game would be really cool, um, but I think it would be in like Madison Square Garden would be great to be like just the iconic, you know, big Madison Square Garden. That Is there a specific like, event? Like, I mean, the NBA Finals. Oh, you're saying the NBA Finals. Yeah, I'm NBA sorry. Finals at Madison Square. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be cool. Or, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a few others. Like 2022, uh, U, uh, U.S. Bank Stadium in Minneapolis is holding the NCAA Wrestling Tournament. It's gonna well, go you're going to be there, right? Yes, it's going from <laughs> a usually 14 to 18,000 really? stadium. They're going to have that many. Yes. Isn't that popular? I, they're putting it there. I don't wow. know. They're going to see because they had that Wells Fargo Arena, which is yep. not even close to the same size. Yes, so they're putting it. I mean, I'm sure they'll probably try to limit where ticket sales are at, probably a little bit. Yeah, because that that's a lot of seats. Yeah, it's what seventy five thousand. I don't know. It's probably seventy. Yeah, so I guess. But even if you can get. 45 in there, that's pretty good normally. Yeah, but the Midwest, to, you know, the Midwest is pretty, you know, pretty good for wrestling. Like, yep. people will show up. Yeah, absolutely. So, that, so that's my hope is to go up to that and see that. Yeah, I but, can see that. Um, yeah, I mean, those are probably the major sports that I would be, you know. I mean, any college football stadium. You know, yeah, you we kind of talked about that. Yeah. I think a cool one would be Yankees, Red Sox at Fenway. Just to see, you know, the hatred towards each other. Yeah. Um, just to see the green, as a baseball one, see I the think green monster. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that's one I've always like. That'd be really cool, Spe- specifically that game and in that stadium. Um, <clears throat> I was trying to think what else. Like, like there's some iconic seats that would be great, like to sit on the green monster. Yeah. Um, I also think of I can't think of the stadium name, but the Giants to sit on the wall that goes from uh, 
their splash zone, which would be the, the is that AT and T Park? Is yeah, that I think you're right. AT and T Park, but basically you sit on one side of the ocean and the other side's yeah. field would be yeah. really cool. Um, just some of those select, you know, ticket areas, or I mean, even to to sit behind the plate at like Yankee Stadium with you know Jimmy Fallon sitting next to you, or yeah, celebrities. Know, Ru- I mean, Rudy Giuliani. It'd be or, like going to the Lakers game, sit next to Jack Nicholson, or. Yeah. Going to a next game and sit next to Spike Lee, you know, I, yeah, that'd be awesome. Like, yep. you'd feel like the man. <laughs> sit back in the day when Spike Lee and Reggie used to taunt yeah. each other. <laughs> Your boy Spike was trying to get in Reggie's head, and then he's dropping nine points in whatever Reggie thirteen seconds. and grabs his nuts. <laughs> That's a great thirty for thirty, by the way. Yes. Uh, <clears throat> any other events? Like, I know for us, you know, as Iowa State fans, like if big. If Iowa State ever makes a Big 12 title game in football, I feel like we'll probably try to make it there. And or, or New Year New Year's Day bowl game. Yeah, like if they play in the Fiesta Bowl, like yeah. we have to go, you know. Like that that would that be. Or really if they awesome. play in the Final Four, like it's just that's something that will mean more to us. But I think this is a good list that we came up with. Yeah. All right. Okay, and now to finish off here, uh, I, I got a kit fact for you, Rob. All right. Um, Put it on me. So, with my trip to Buffalo, you know, like I mentioned, I'm going to be, you know, going up to Niagara Falls. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so, I wanted to get some, you know, information to you. So, in, information that I wanted to look up and kind of, um, you know. You didn't want to wait for the tour? Uh, well, there won't be a tour. It'd be kind of more walk around the park at that point. There might be. You're tours. not getting on one of those, uh, don't they have a boat or something that well, goes? they actually closed in the. The end oh, of it'll probably be too cold. Yeah, yeah so that they sucks. don't send the boat out. Boo. But it'll still be cool to walk around the park and get some pictures. Yeah, and you there. can still yeah see it. And so Niagara Falls State Park is actually the oldest state park in America. Um, it was ad- adopted in 1885, but it is the oldest state park in America. Okay. So and, are you saying that... It's the oldest recognized state park, basically. Yeah, like yeah. they actually recognize it as a state. Okay, uh, yeah, right, so right. Like on. the state actually recognized it and put money towards it so to yeah. adopt. Okay, gotcha. And there is actually three waterfalls that all fall within that area. Um, they're not just the one. It's they both the the river kind of branches off where it gets flat and and they fall down. Okay, and in summer. 700,000 gallons of water go over per second at a max flow at that point. That's a lot of water. It's a lot of water. <laughs> Imagine, you know, just how much power that creates at that point. Do they actually have, like, hydro dams and stuff factored into this or no? Not, or is it because it's a state park they can't do that? I would guess not within that area. and There might be some further down. Because hmm. that would... That'd be a lot of power. A lot of power running all over that water or through that river. Yeah. That's incredible. That's so much water. Oh, man. Well, I'm really excited for you. I think it will be a cool experience, you know, seeing that, um, you know, the wings. I am probably more jealous about the wings itself because... I could ship some back to you. (laughs) You could ship some back to me. Overnight them. Overnight them, yeah. Uh... Stow them away in my bag in a doggy bag. (laughs) 
I'd probably still I'd probably still eat him even though it took you you know 16 hours to get back home or whatever. That's true. After you had your multiple because uh, you have to take two different planes, don't you? Basically. Well, on the, the way, way back, the way there, I got two stops. Two and stops. One stop on the way back. Back, yeah. Getting there is not gonna be great, but <clears throat> I signed up for. Uh, the Wi-Fi in the plane. I'm gonna watch the Iowa State football game while I travel. So yeah, can't, can't beat that. Well, they they play Kansas, so hopefully uh, you're not disappointed on the plane. Yeah, hopefully it's a victory. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll drown my sorrows in uh, boneless buffalo wings when I get I, there. Not boneless. Get, get the hell out of here with that stuff. <laughs> um, so when Mike gets back, we'll uh, we'll have a another podcast and. You know, hopefully recap some of his travels and hear about his bone in wings that he's gonna get at Anchor Bar. Lines. And, <laughs> um and we'll we'll come up with something good, you know, to talk about. We're getting really close to um doing our cyclone basketball preview. We'll also do a Hawkeye basketball preview and hopefully touch base with our Hawkeye experts. They have a basketball team? They <laughs> uh we have fans that are Hawks, man. We gotta I talk know, about that stuff. I so know. I just good natured ribbon. <laughs> I know, I know. So as always, we appreciate uh, you guys listening to us. And uh, Mike, you got anything else before we sign off? Nope, I'm good. Go, go, Buffalo! Beat those Bears this weekend. <laughs> I'll be watching on TV. Hopefully, Mike gets a, a ticket late and gets a good ticket so I can see him and uh, take a picture on his screen. So. Him and the Bills Mafia. He better jump through the table or else I'm going to be disappointed. No no table jumping? Um, I think I think they outlawed him from people out of state, don't they? <laughs> Something like that. So, All right. From the Welcome to the Dog Pound crew, we'll be back and we'll talk again on Welcome to the Dog Pound. After the party, it's yeah. the Waffle House. Uh-huh. If you ever been here, you know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh-huh. Where people don't dance, all they do is yeah. this. Uh-huh. And after the this original, you know what it is. This is remix. It had to go down. I got something else to tell you about the new Motown. Oh, Where people don't visit, they move out here. And ain't no telling who you might see up in Lenox Square. I don't know about you, but I miss the Freak Nick. Cause that's when my city used to be real sick. People from other cities used to drive for miles. Just to come and get a taste of this ATL I'm the MVP, most ballin' player Make my own moves, call me the mayor Monday night, you know things change with time Magic City back looking like 89 All my homies on the south side up in the Ritz Tuesday night, the Velvet Room, same shit Wednesday, strokers, I don't go no more Cause they don't know how to treat you when you come through the door Thursday night was push, but we moved the fuel And I be up in the booth, drunk, acting the fool Friday night, at Kaya, they still got love And the Shark Bar be poppin' like it's a nightclub Saturday still off the easy for she's it. You can find me up in one tweezy Sunday, didn't need some sleep, please. I'm on my way to the deck to hit jazz and tease. Holla. Hey, yo, I'm from New York, man. Representing NYC to the front.